0: Um, We're doing a little series called Hear and Be Healed. We're going to be working on that this Wednesday, next Wednesday. And then uh, Reverend George Amarillo is going to put the icing on the cake on, I believe it's the 25th of May, on Wednesday night. And that series will end. But then we're kicking off our healing clinic. Kicking off our healing clinic. So that's going to be the first... Thursday in June, and we're going to give you more details this Sunday. We're going to get some things written up so that you can see it, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be at 12 noon right here at Heart of the Bay. It's going to be really, really awesome. Amen? And so uh, we're excited about that. It's part of our vision to heal the hurting, right? And uh, there's all sorts of different things that You know, we have in our heart to do, I'd like to do something called Grief Share, some different things. And, you know, God's moving. He is a movement. And so Reverend George and Terry are going to be doing the live teaching for that. And then every other week we're going to be having some really awesome DVDs that we're going to be showing. And Doug and Judy Anderson are going to be uh, looking after the crew that's going to be coming there. And so it's going to be really, really good. So spread the word. Amen. You know, Jesus Christ, he is the same Yesterday, today, and forever. Is he not? Amen. And what he did then, he's doing today. What he did back then, he's doing right now. And so it's important for us to exercise the now kind of faith. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, he says, Now faith is. He didn't say faith was or faith will be. No, he delineated very clearly to us the time of faith, now faith is or we could say it this way now the word of god is if it's not now it's not faith if you're putting something off into the future it's not faith faith believes and receives and thank god dad hagen said it always ends with the glad confession it's mine it's mine I i have it now praise the lord so father thank you tonight for your word Your word is forever settled in heaven. And so tonight we establish it firmly in our heart. We receive it with thanksgiving and we give you glory for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. All righty. Well, praise the Lord. Let's take a look at a scripture we have looked at already. Um, Let's look over in the uh, book of Proverbs. And I believe it's the third chapter. And I want to notice in verse 3, Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 3, we see over and over again in the ministry of Jesus that the people came to hear and to be healed, okay? A lot of people have this attitude, hurry up, I want the healing, but I believe that God accentuates it's best to hear first so that you can be healed and so that you can learn how to keep what you've heard and what you've received, amen? So, everyone say, we're hearing, we're We're being healed, healed. and we're moving from glory to glory. glory glory. Proverbs 3.10, he says, My son, forget not my law or my word, but let thine heart, notice, keep my commandments. Now, another word for the word keep is to retain. The word retain simply means to continue to have something, to keep it in possession And to build it into our lives. This is what Jesus said. He said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth. And what will the truth do? It'll set you free. It'll make you free. So there's power in continuing. In staying with it. To retain means to persist in an activity or in a process. It is the opposite of abolishing or discarding or altering or putting away. Now, Jesus said in Mark chapter 4, and I want you to notice this with me, in verse 23 and in verse 24. Mark chapter 4, verses 23 and verse 24. Jesus said, if any man have ears to hear, let him do what? Now, we know that he's not talking about these natural ears. He's talking about our spiritual ears. We are a spirit. We have a soul. We live in a body. And our inner man has ears. And so he says, take heed what you hear. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 24. And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. For with what measure you meet simply means this, with what value you place on what you are hearing. Which also deals with how you are hearing. Placing a high premium on what you are hearing. With what measure you meet, it will be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. I believe for the more. How about you? I'm believing for the much, much more. Much, much more revelation. Much, much more insight. Amen? And so he says, as you place value on what you are hearing and how you are hearing, it is going to be added to you. For he that hath, to him shall be given. And he that hath not from him shall be taken away, even that which he hath. So this tells us that you can have an understanding and you can be knowledgeable about divine health and divine healing. But if you don't persist, if you don't retain it, it can be taken away from you. In other words, the understanding and the revelation and the insight into divine health and divine healing can be ripped off from you. Because we know that the thief comes to steal and to kill and to destroy and so what we want to do then is we want to keep in our hearts the Word of God. We want to absorb, absorb the Word. We want to be saturated with the Word, saturated with the Spirit of God, and to continue to hold on to the truth, amen, as we have been taught. In the book of Joshua, he says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you will meditate in it there day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. And then he goes on to say, it is then and only then that you will make your way prosperous and you will be able to deal wisely in all the affairs of this life. And so there is value in retaining there's value in holding fast. There's value in meditating on the Word. There's value in reciting what you're hearing. There's value in talking to yourself, Scriptures. Yeah. I mean, you ought to just get up in the morning and say, by his stripes, I'm healed. Yeah. Himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. Oh, yeah. The devil listens and says, yeah, but you don't even have any symptoms in your body. You're going to tell him this, and I ain't going to be any either, buster. Ha, ha, ha. Let's do a little belly of that. Ha, 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 ha. I know Lester likes that one. Let's try one more time. Ha, ha, ha. Somebody we says, well, I haven't got much of a belly. Well, develop one. <laughs> Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast to our profession let us hold fast to our confession let us hold fast to the things that we have heard and what do you say we just keep hearing and hearing and hearing in psalm 112 here's what will happen to your life and to my life as we do what we are hearing Psalms 112. I want you to look at verses 6 through 8, I believe. I know Brenda talked about this a little bit today. She was doing some openings and closings uh, for a program that's coming up. But let's take a look over at Psalms 112. This is a psalm of the established heart. Psalms 112 says this. Surely he shall not be moved forever it's a good thing to say I shall not be moved forever the righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance he that's us shall not be afraid of evil tidings or bad news for our heart is fixed our heart is trusting in the Lord Our hearts are established, and we shall not be not only moved, but we shall not be afraid. We shall not yield to the spirit of fear. We shall not yield to worry and anxiety. Why? Because our heart is fixed, our heart is established, and we are on the solid rock of hearing and doing the Word of God. And no matter what comes our way, we're standing on the Word of the Lord, and we have what we say, we have what we believe, we shall not be, we shall not be moved. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory! Amen. Amen. Now, in Psalm 3... In verse 2, it says, For length of days and long life. That's all right. (laughs) For length of days. Let me just read this to you. It may not be the right scripture, but it is a scripture. (laughs) It says... For length of days, and I everyone say long life and peace shall the word that is retained, the word that is held fast to, the word of faith which is in our hearts coming out of our mouth, shall they add to thee. Proverbs three and verse two. Thank you, Pastor Tom. Did I say Psalms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, pray, you Lord. <laughs> Look at Psalms chapter four, the fourth uh, Proverbs chapter four. Now you got me all mixed up. <laughs> I'm buying you devil in Jesus name. <laughs> Proverbs chapter four. <laughs> Proverbs chapter four. Everyone go, "Ha, ha, ha, ha ha. <laughs> Crassley just called his wife a devil. Ha, ha, ha) I ain't going to get no eggs tonight, am I? All right, no pancakes, no popcorn. You just eliminate all the peas. No peanut butter. No potatoes. So, uh, Proverbs chapter four, verse 10. Proverbs 4:10.) <laughs> Here <laughs> Here, O oh my son and receive my sayings and the years of thy life shall be shortened no thank God he didn't say with short life no thank God he said with long life hear oh my son hear again hear hear oh my son and receive you can hear but not receive And I want to talk to you a while tonight about hearing and receiving. Hear and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. In other words, there are a lot of years that are available to those that will hear, and those that will heed, and those that will receive. And this is a huge, huge condition. Because, to be truthful about it, some only want something he can do, but they really don't want him. Some people only want what he has and what he can do, but they really don't want him. And the classic example of a person that got it right and had it right, was found in Mark chapter 1, in verse 29 through 31. It says this, And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon they tell him of her. And he came and took her by the hand, and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her. We could say that that was a suddenly. That was an immediate healing. Thank God some healings are immediate. Others are a process. In this case, it was an immediate healing. But I want you to notice specifically at the end of this verse. Once the fever left her, the scripture says, "...and she ministered unto them." I believe that her motive was right. She was not just there to be healed. Once she got healed, she went about her father's business. And I believe that the word from heaven for the body of Christ and for this church is this We are not saved to sit. We are not healed so that we can watch more Facebook. We are not healed so we can do more selfies. And put our healing on Instagram and raise money for our ministry. So that everyone can tell us how awesome we are. You're awesome. No, God's awesome. Jesus is Lord. We're not healed to sit. We're saved to serve. We're healed to be about our Father's business. We are healed to go lay hands on the sick. Hallelujah. And do exploits in His name. That's what we're about. We are about our Father's business. Amen. We must, and I point my finger at myself, we must want Him. Not just what He can do. There are times that healing is spelled commit. Commit. There are other times where healing is spelled forgive. There are other times that healing is spelled R-E-P-E-N-T. Or the Spirit of the Lord instructs us to make this adjustment, make that adjustment, close that door, put away the ice cream. So, we're going to move right along from there. I can't be hypocritical. I got Ben and Jerry's waiting on me in the fridge. Now, here's what I want to get to tonight, and it is so very important. In our lives, we must know what to resist, but we also must know what to receive. John 10, 10, you know this verse of Scripture. It was my text on Sunday morning. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, basically, anything that kills, anything that steals, anything that destroys, anything that takes life away from us, anything that saps us of our strength, from strife to care to bitterness, to whatever it might be, anything and everything that comes under the category of destruction and thievery and killing is something that you and I must absolutely resist with all of our might. We must know what to resist, and then we must know what to receive. Must know what to receive. Look at James chapter 1 and verse 17. How many of you will let me work on this for just a while tonight? Hallelujah. Say it with me. This is my my receiving year. year. This is my my receiving day. day. This is my my receiving receiving night. In James chapter 1 and verse 17, it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. That which comes from above is something that should be received. That which comes from him should be received. Because it comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. And so when you look at that word gift, and you correlate that with a gift that comes from above, those gifts must be received. You know, I think about the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was said of one of the main denominations way back in the 90s that only about 25% of that Pentecostal denomination and the people in it, only about 25% had received the Holy Ghost with the evidence yeah. of speaking in other tongues. 25%. Oh, good. I mean, I wonder what we could do if the rest of the 75% would get filled with the Holy Ghost and develop themselves a prayer life. I believe that God is recruiting, and I believe that He's calling people to not resist this gift, but to receive this gift. Because it is a good gift. What else is good? Well, the Bible says that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, And he went about doing doing good and the good that he did and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, which was bad, for our good, good God was with him. So if he went about doing good and the good that he did was healing, and that healing came from above because the Father God is the one who anointed him by the Holy Ghost... I would say that healing's a good thing, and healing's a good gift, and it's not something that we should resist. It's something that we should believe. It's something that we should receive. It's something that you and I ought to have flowing in our lives from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. Say it with me. Healing is good. good. Now look at Mark chapter 4. Mark the fourth chapter. Mark 4 And, of course, this is the parable of the sower. And he is sowing the Word. And in verse 15 it says, And these are they by the wayside, where the Word is what? The parable of the sower soweth the Word. The subject is the Word of God. And the Word of God is being sown... Or the word of God is being planted. And for the word of God to be sown and planted into the heart of a man or a woman, they must hear something. Okay? But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away that word that was what? Sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise which are sown on what kind of ground? Stony ground. Who, when they have, hear it again, heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, but they have no root in themselves. In other words, they didn't retain what they heard, they didn't hold to what they had, there was no root. And when there's no root, there can't be any fruit. They have no root in themselves, and they endure but for a time, but afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth, for what? What does Satan come immediately to take out of your heart? The Word. What does the persecution come for? It arises for the Word's sake. Because once that word is really rooted and grounded in your life and you are rooted yes. and grounded in the faith yes. and you shall not be, you shall not be moved, you yeah. become extremely yeah. dangerous to the enemy's camp. Yeah. And that's why he wants to bring all sorts of pressure, that's true. all sorts of trials, yeah. all sorts of junk rising up. Notice it didn't come from above, did it? It rose up for the Word's sake. Immediately they are offended. Well, Pastor, I, I did this for three days. Well, you really hung in there, didn't you, champ? <laughs> well, I, I attended a Copeland seminar five years ago. Awesome, great. But what are you doing today? And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. They all heard the word. And the cares of this world. I mean, we could camp right there. The cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of riches. I mean, going after money, the paper chase, and the lust of other things, enters in and chokes the word and it becometh what unfruitful haha <laughs> but did you wear your shouting clothes tonight hey man say it with me I'm a verse 20 kind of guy I'm a verse 20 kind of person this is me hallelujah Amen. now notice this and these are they Glory to God. And you so And you determine in your heart what kind of ground you're going to be. You determine from the onset I'm good ground. I don't care. I don't care what comes my way. Things in my life are going to go God's way. You make the determination I am good ground. These are they. That's you. That's me. Which are sown on good ground. Now notice this. Here's what we're working with. Such as hear the word and receive it. And bring forth fruit. Read it with me. Some thirty, some sixty, and some hundred. So how then do we in practical terms become good ground, and stay good ground. How do we do that? You stay in the Word. You stay full of God. Amen? You stay in church. I believe in going to church. But I think we could see something in First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, if we took a look here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith's running high in this place tonight. you can be healed sitting right in your seat. Oh, hallelujah. Just raise your hand and say, thank God. I got faith in the power of God tonight. Glory to God. Ooh, my, my, my. We're stirring things up around this place. Hallelujah. We're heading into our best days as a church. Strongest days. Hallelujah. For in 1 Thessalonians 2.13, it says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing. That's a good thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. Because when you received the Word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the Word of men. That's a very important point right there. Whoever is preaching under the anointing, It's not the word of a man. It is the word of God. You received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth. Now notice, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. The power of God's Word, when it is welcomed, when it is accepted, when it is received. I'm telling you what, it begins to work powerfully and effectually in you. you got something working on the inside and it ain't going to be long before it shows up on the outside. Hallelujah. Listen to these phrases. Receive. Accept and welcome. I receive. I accept this as your word and I welcome it in my life. Yeah. Let's look quickly at that same verse in the Amplified Version just for the sake of taking a, another look at it. Thank you, Lord. Say with me, I receive, I, receive. I, accept, I accept, and I welcome. His word. And we also especially thank God continually for this that when you received the message of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of mere men, but as it truly is the word of God, which is effectually at work in you who believe, exercise in its superhuman power, and those who adhere to, and trust in, and rely on it. The Old Amplified says, receive, accept, and welcome. Thank you, Lord. And so we should never then have this attitude, okay, you know, I know when Dad Hagen would stand up sometimes and he'd say, open up your Bible to Mark 11:23." People would look around sometimes and say, man, if I've heard that sermon once, I've heard it a hundred times. But did they really hear it? And did they really receive it? Because God's Word is continually... <laughs> Continually, effectually bringing forth fresh revelation. Fresh insight into the Word of God. And so, you must train yourself not to have that kind of attitude. That's not welcoming the Word. That's not accepting the Word. That's not receiving the Word. Now, notice with me in James chapter 1, and verse 21. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Lord. The last part of this verse says, Receive with meekness or with a teachable attitude the engrafted word. This word is engrafted. It's implanted. It's effectual. It's powerful, which is able to do what? It'll save your souls. And I've written in my notes, not only will it save your souls, but it will heal your body. Heal your body. In Matthew 13, 23, Jesus said this But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, and he brings forth fruit. Believe and receive. Receive and be blessed. But doubt and do without. Receive. Receive means just to take it, to take it. It's a gift it comes from him it's good and it's god and it's for you here's what jesus said about receiving look at mark 11 verse 24 mark 11 and verse 24 jesus said this therefore i say unto you so who's he talking to you're talking to me right What things soever you desire. Believe that you what? Believe that you receive them and what will happen? And you shall what? We are to believe that we receive what we desire at the time that we pray. Right? Right? And the time that you pray is right now. So that's now faith. I'll never forget what Dad Hagin said. My part is to believe I receive them. His part is to see to it that I shall have them. So let's, let's do our part. Let God do his part. Now, in Matthew, it says it just a little bit differently. Matthew 21 and verse 22 Says this, and all things, how many things? things. What things soever you desire, and all things, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, You 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 shall receive. Now listen to this statement all believing prayer at all times, all believing prayer is based on the Word of God. That's why it is so important to find the scriptures that cover your case. Amen. Find a word yeah, amen. Yeah. in the Bible that covers your case. Amen. If you're believing God for a loved one to be saved, find a scripture that promises you and your whole household to be born again. Amen. If you are believing God for a financial need that you have in your life, You've got to know where the scriptures are. You've got to find the scriptures. So that when you pray, you've got a solid foundation that you're praying from. All believing prayer is based on the Word of God. Now, there are some people that think they're out beyond the Word. You know we're we're you know we we know the word and yeah good great but you know we're we're out beyond the word anyone that's up beyond the word is too far out for me and that's where a lot of far out things come from I am just not impressed with super duper saint Who's too far out in left field out of the word. It is in the word that you'll find your answers. Amen. And it is in the Spirit, praying from the Spirit, that you will be able to receive the blessings of God. Now, John fifteen seven bears this out. Say this with me, I'm going to find all of the scriptures that cover my case because the scriptures give me a solid foundation now notice what Jesus said here he said if so that's conditional isn't it he said if you abide where in me in In other words if you dwell in me or you Live in me if you will stay hooked with me. That's basically what he's saying. Stay hooked with me, son. Stay hooked with me, daughter. Because me is all you'll ever need. If you will live in me. If you will abide in me. If you will stay hooked with me. And then he went on to say... And, what? And my words do what? His words must not just occasionally drop by our spirit on a Sunday morning. His word should be living in us. I'm going to say that again. Because I know people, they hear that, but they're not really hearing. I'm telling you that the Word of God is alive, but it must be alive in you. It must be effectually at work in you. And to work in you, it's got to be in you. And to be in you, you've got to let His words abide in you. Oh, hallelujah. Raise both hands and say, I'm letting God's Word... Live big, I mean real big, I mean real, real big, real big in me. Listen, guys, take every possible occasion you can to have scriptures flowing. Keep a Bible in the commode. Yeah, that's an Oklahoma word for bathroom or near the commode. Keep scriptures. You know, back in the 70s, man, we got fired up with the Word of God. I remember going to Oklahoma City as a, just a young guy in my 20s, seeing a kind of a pudgy little preacher named Kenneth Copeland. <laughs> and he was preaching on the laws of prosperity. And I was right there on the front row, and those blue eyes just went right Piercy. through me. But it wasn't his eyes. It was the Word Flowing out of him. Today I went for dental work. I had a two hour dental appointment. I thought it was going to be an hour, but they took their sweet time. <laughs> and I guess I needed a little extra attention, but I had my iPod in my pocket. And I knew that I didn't want to carry on a conversation with that person. Oh, why did he to <laughs> What for? What did you have for dinner like last night? So I said, "Do you mind? Can I listen to my iPod while you work on my teeth?" Oh yeah, go right ahead. So I pulled up old Alexander Scorby. I mean, Alexander Scorby'll do it every time for you. He's one of these old English guys. That just reads the Bible verse by verse all the way through. I started listening to the book of Galatians. I was getting revelation right there. I was just building my spirit up. You can do that. You can do that. You can listen to the word. You know, when, G- when the Bible says my words are life to them, that find them and health to all their flesh, he didn't just say the healing scriptures are healing and health to all your flesh. The whole word is anointed, man. You believe God and the begats will be anointed for you. The whole word is it's anointed. There's something about having an atmosphere in your home of the word of God and good, holy ghost Spirit-filled, anointed praise and worship. I'm not talking about all these Christian artists that have a sad song all the time. I get tired of them sad songs. I mean, have we got the victory or do we have the victory? I know you're depressed. I know you're down. But give me something. Man, I tell you what. I know I'm meddling a little bit, but it'll work. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall. It shall be done unto you. Look at Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22 now. Say it with me. I'm hearing, hearing. and I'm I'm receiving, and it's working in me. Effectually. Now, now here's a good principle that you'll be hearing in the healing clinic and you'll be hearing in this church very, very often. Once hands are laid on you, if you don't get immediately result, immediate results, don't cast away your confidence. Don't, don't come to a prayer line and because the pain hasn't left you immediately, walk out of here and say, well, I guess it didn't work. No, the confession you ought to be making, thank God the anointing's working in me. Hallelujah. It's working in me effectually. I'm a so redishte. I'm chosen to keep the switch of faith turned on. And the way you keep the switch of faith turned on is you keep your mouth in line with the Word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 through 22. We'll just read a little bit more proverbs 4 verse 20 through 22 let's read it together my son attend to my words incline thine ear unto my saying you know what that means when you incline your ear to his sayings that means other words and other sayings need to get out because not every word you'll hear about healing on the radio is anointed Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. If he's in a good mood, he just might. Where in that, in the world, is the scripture for that? My son, attend to my words. You guys in a hurry up there? Let's go back. Verse 20. My, sin, my son, my sin, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear to my saints. Okay, next verse. Keep them, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Verse 22. For they are life to those that find them. You've heard the tragic stories of people overdosing, overdosing on prescription medication. Uh, you, you listen to the, te- watch the television sometimes and they tell you all that this drug can do to you. If the disease doesn't kill you, the medication could. You've got to be led by the Holy Ghost. But one thing for sure, you cannot overdose on God's Word. I've tried it. I've been in some of those Kenneth Copeland marathons. And I love it. You can't overdose on the Word. Now, you can take too little of it. But if you'll just take it long enough, just keep taking it. Take it long enough, it will heal you. You see, all of God's words are life-giving. All of God's words are quickening. God's words are restoring. God's words are healing. I want to say to you this evening that there is no word from god that is void of power so mix faith with it keep mixing it keep stirring yourself up right now and making that declaration it is working in me mightily David Ingalls sang a song years ago. The Word is working mightily in me. No matter what the circumstances, what I feel or see, the Word of God is working mightily in me. Mightily. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! His Word is working mightily in you. His yeah. Word is working mightily in you. Yeah. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what you might feel, no matter what you might see, His Word is working mightily in you. Not only is the word working money, but the Holy Ghost is on the inside. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the Holy Ghost likes the word. Now, yeah. he loves the word. <laughs> he, he just loves the word. He responds to the word. When God said, let there be light, the Holy Ghost went, "Ping!" Glory to God. Yeah, amen. And this universe is still expanding at the speed of light he was hovering over the face of the deep waiting on one word from God. (laughs) Well, we've heard more than one word tonight. We've heard a lot of good words. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Y'all ever heard of time-released medication? You know what that is. You take it And it's released over the process of time into your system. Well, you take enough of God's medicine, it also is time released. Hallelujah. It just keeps working and keeps working and keeps quickening and keeps healing and keeps on and on and on. Renewing your youth just like the eagles. Let me pray with you tonight. Father, I pray that each and every one of our youths all this week long would be renewed just like the eagles. Father, in the name of Jesus, Pastor Tom and I stretch forth toward this hands toward this congregation tonight. And we say, be healed in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We speak to every cell, to every body here in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask for a saturation, Lord of your presence upon each and every one of us tonight for those people and those persons that have had difficulty sleeping as of late lord let their sleep be sweet tonight Amen. in the name of the lord jesus christ and for that person lord that's just been bogged down by a circumstance and by the cares of this life lord we ask you sir to just lift them up today as they lift their care to you and cast it on you lord may there just come a breakthrough of divine peace and divine presence in their life, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I wish you would all pray with me in the Holy Ghost just for a few moments. You can all stand to your feet amen 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 in the name, everyone say the name, the name of Jesus. The name above every name. Oh masike le Oh mon gel Brandege Oh panene, quickened, Quicken, Lord. Quicken, quicken, quicken bodies tonight. Quicken, quicken. yeah. Hallelujah. Ha <laughs> ha. Hallelujah. Sebo nande lege selama. I say by the word of the Lord tonight that not only is the Holy Ghost quickening bodies, but he's quickening minds. And he's going to make you of a quick understanding. I don't know who you are, but I know that there's probably at least two or three that you are in the process right now of making a big decision. And, the, and confusion is trying to set in and trying to settle in your soul. We rebuke that now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we declare in the name above every name that the Spirit of the living God makes our brothers, our sister of a quick understanding in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, lift up your hands and say it with me. I believe I receive receive. quick answers, quick wisdom. wisdom. I am of quick understanding understanding. for the spirit of God is upon me me. in Jesus Jesus name. Amen. I'm glad I came tonight. I'm glad Jesus came tonight. I'm glad you came tonight. I'm glad we had a chance to talk further about the subject of healing. And it's just going to get richer and richer and richer in this church. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you all ready to give a good offering tonight? Go ahead and be seated. And let's go ahead and bring our very best to the Lord, if we could. Um, Praise God. Amen? Amen. Say it with me. But my my God. He does supply. Our every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Ushers, please come pass out the envelopes if you would. Those of you need an envelope for your giving, please do that. We're going to be sharing with you by the end of this month a special anniversary offering that we're going to be doing. Um, We're going to ask everybody to bring in a special anniversary offering at the end of June. We're not asking you to give a penny to Brenda and I. I know that you have done so graciously over the years. But in the church, we have a need, a big need. So we're going to concentrate all of our efforts toward a special anniversary offering in June. Amen? I'm prophesying big checks. Big checks in the name of Jesus. They are coming in. Amen? Amen. And so you get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. If you're going to give nothing, just double up and make it zero, zero, whatever. All right. Anyone else need an envelope for their giving? Pastor Brenda, do I get popcorn tonight, peanut butter? No? I guess Val's is closed. How about about the Amaral kitchen? (laughs) Whatever you desire, dearest. Whatever, whatever. Whatever you can cook for yourself, it's in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> oops, oops, that well, didn't flipped PG. out. PG. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, now that I have your attention, <laughs> Pastor mentioned Saturday is What our... about forgiveness? Oh, I... Oh. Don't press you got to preach Saturday. <laughs> yeah, big... I think I'll preach on love.